Now, I might have to get, as well get the other movie review out of the way. That was Gun Club from their debut album from 1981, which is itself hugely influential and in this track Sex Beat. You're with Julian on the brown note, and the other film I'm reviewing is by a Brazilian director from Recife in the north of the country called Kleber Mendonca Fio. And he's definitely an up-and-coming director. Uh, his 2016 film Aquarius, oh sorry, On Osom Al Redor was quite famous in a, and won a few awards. But Aquarius, that came out in 2016, uh, which features uh, the, the one of the actresses from this film. Both of these films were very heavily political, uh, and given the current climate in Brazil. They were very much against the right-wing totalitarianism that's taken over politics in Brazil and very much against the income inequality and the financial inequality that has dominated Brazil as one of the most unequal countries in the well, developed world um, for years. And it seems to be getting worse with this new right-wing semi-dictator that they've got in charge. And his film Aquarius, which came out in 2016, was destined to be the foreign language oscar nominee but apparently the government didn't like the fact that it was about them so they ended up uh, not putting it forward as the film for the oscars so it never got there well he came back this year with baccarat which is a film about a town in the north of brazil a lot of brazilian culture that we see externally and i've been to brazil twice and i've done the same thing is rio and south it's the more populous part of the country uh, by miles and it has the biggest cities such as um, Rio, Sao Paulo and so on and the whole bottom half of it is very much more European whereas if you go up into the north you get much more sparsely populated lands into the interior um, which is why they would move the capital into the interior of Brasilia to represent the interior of the country you've got the Amazon parts of the country and um, this film, Baccarat, is set up in this very remote village. And we find out that this village, which has, you know, a couple of dirt streets, probably 50 or so homes and families in it, and a very tight-knit community. And we see at the start that they've had their water cut off by a bigger town down the road. And there's an essence that these people are going through hardship because of the the political climate in Brazil at the moment and the fact they're being treated very unfairly, having their stuff stolen so that it can benefit big business and so on. And when we arrive in the town, the matriarch has died, a 95-year-old woman, and another woman is screams at her. And it's the best bit of the film. Sonia Braga, who's a very famous actress, so famous she was the Spider Woman in Kiss of the Spider Woman back in the 80s, if you remember that film. And she's had dozens of big film roles. Um, virtually no one else in the film you would recognise apart from Udo Kier, a German actor who appears in hundreds of films as a character actor. So we spend time with these uh, very remote people out in the middle of nowhere. And one day these um, dirt bike riders come through town. These are people that have to get food delivered. It's very hot. It's almost desert conditions. Everything they get, including water, is brought into town on a truck. It's a pretty desolate existence, but an atmospheric one. Um, and one day these two dirt bike riders go through town, act very odd, and disappear. And mobile phone coverage goes, and they find out that the town is no longer on Google Maps, uh, which is a, probably one of the biggest metaphors in the film. When they find a group of horses running through town, they understand that um, they've escaped from a farm not 
too far away. And when they go to visit, they find out everyone's been executed. Now, this is probably at least an hour into to our film. The second hour of the film moves away from this very sort of um, slow, methodical build of atmosphere of the town itself and their troubles and their, you know, the different characters relating and the way they get their food and water brought in and the, the local mayor is using them and hated. Uh, and those elements very, very slowly come together. The second half of the film after the murders have happened becomes um, the Hunger Games, basically. The, the, there's a group of uh, foreigners, mostly, who are holed up nearby using uh, things like drones and mobile Wi-Fi blockers and have used computer technology to remove them from the map that are coming to town to hunt them, hunt them as human prey. And then the movie goes batshit insane uh, for the second half of the film and is a very different film. It's got incredible reviews and it's got um, mentions of a lot of pop culture icons like Tarantino and Sergio Leone um, as a kind of western uh, high noon almost scenario where these people are coming and the villagers have to band together to fight them off. And also that it's got a lot of wild music in it and a lot of uh, wild cinematography. But is it any good? Um, yes and no. And I would emphasise no slightly more. Um, there's an awful lot going for it. I like the patient build in the first half a bit. But I think that would have worked if they'd have carried on making a film about the social situation of this village. When it flips it into being the Hunger Games halfway through... It becomes an annoyance that they took so long and did it so slowly without virtually anything happening. Um, that was a bit of a problem to me. That would also make it um, a slightly difficult film to want to rewatch because you know you've got to wade through quite a lot. Um, the second problem is is that Sonia Braga is not in it that much, but there's her Udo Kier, who's not particularly good, but he's memorable, and there's one other. Um, local and they're the only three characters that i would remember if this is a Quentin tarantino film if it, even if it was his first one reservoir dogs you probably name all of the cast and tell me their character names whereas here everyone else is so interchangeable i couldn't tell you any the, the lady that is a lead actress throughout the first sort of 20 minutes of it and then is sort of like one of the villagers um, I couldn't tell you anything about her, really. I don't know what her name was. Um, everyone is interchangeable. Um, it's very thinly written from a character perspective, and that's where people like Tarantino really stand out, is they create memorable characters. And there aren't really any here. I mean, I mentioned Sonia Braga, but she's in like a tenth of the film. Um, so it, it, it hasn't got a lot of good writing. Um, another thing is... Rich people hunting human beings for sport has been done and done again so many times. Um, I can't. It's probably the back the background of a hundred movies by now. The Hunger Games is an obvious one, but in the Hunger Games, the hunting of humans for sport had a background that you knew and a purpose that you knew, and the people that were being hunted, you'd come to know. Whereas here, it just sort of arrives with no extra part to it. So you don't really know why they're doing it, and you don't really know who they're hunting very much because the, their villages are interchangeable and not very well written and don't stand out. Um, 
So they're bringing a very derivative idea to the table, but not embellishing it with anything at all. Um, I mean, we even had The Hunt just released this year, which was another film where they're hunt the rich are hunting other people for sport. And that film at least created characters I knew. It wasn't brilliant, but it at least created characters I knew and it at least had a purpose I understood. Here you get a sniff that there's some wider organisation doing this globally and it is really just a sniff, like the odd word here or there and the presence of a drone. Um, the other thing is I wanted blood and guts and I wanted it to go... 10 out of 10 health or lever and it was a bit of a it was a bit wet it was a bit of a letdown and a bit of an anti-climax when the climax happened and this sort of massive fight with the villagers and these hunters coming to town it was anticlimactic. not much happened um you didn't even see all of what happened and it didn't go anywhere after that either on the plus side the cinematography is lovely it's a very wild film and it pushes the wildness, not enough for me, but it does push the wildness, which I found entertaining because you don't quite know where a lot of things are going to go in, in each internal scene. Um, no one stood out acting-wise at all. Um, like I said, barely their characters were the standouts for me. Uh, the music was excellent, often um, not just uh, what I expected, Brazilian music, but a nice mix of some psychedelic rock or electronic music and that was really well done take a note the old guard on how to use music in a film and i did like the um the environment was very cinematographic in in the fact of the big red earth and the, and the greens and the blue of this intense heat sky uh, and the skin of the people being very brown and you know sweat pouring off of them it looked really good i did like the cinematography and I do think it was a good film, and I do think it's an, a, a definite watch, but people are going crazy about it, and I definitely don't think you should be going crazy about it because it, it does fall down in writing and it does fall down in the plot and the fact that it's a little bit um, derivative of other storylines. We've done the whole rich people hunting humans thing so many times. Bring something new to the table or give us the shootout to end all shootouts. And we only get a little smattering of good deaths, which is a horrible thing to say, but that's what I wanted to see. And by the end of it, it none of it's really meant much. Um, it doesn't really mean anything. Um, and if it puts out these social, political, uh, financial elements, in, it just sort of lays them on the table and asks you to look at them and then doesn't do anything with them. So it's a little bit of a letdown, but it's only a letdown because everyone's been raving about it all year and I was looking forward to it so much. And on paper, it's the kind of film that's made specifically for me. So I felt a bit let down. But Baccarau from Brazil, from director Kleber Mendonca Filo, who seems to be stepping up as far as international recognition goes, I'm going to give a 7 out of 10 for Baccarau. And back to the New York Dolls themselves in another perfect track.